0: Blog Talk Radio. Good evening. My name is Jeanette Abney, and I am a licensed marriage and family therapist, as well as the host of Precious Predicaments Blog Talk Radio. Now, the month of February is considered Black History Month. Some would say, "Why we get February when we got all these other months that got more days than the month of February?" However, I wanted to take this day on the show and honor our black families. Because when we talk about history, how is history made? How is history made in your home? What are some of the things some of the characteristics that you remember about your parents, grandparents, great-grandparents? You know, I was um, having a conversation with my granddaughter, and after I got off the phone with her, I had to think about it. I said, Lord, i got all these grandkids. Actually, all of them, but I don't need no more. But I was just reflecting on the history, the family, the, you know, now me being the matriarch of my family because of my age. My grandson, and I'm saying this some way that my auntie to come over there. my grandson had invited me to a celebration at his school, and he said, Granny, I want you to come to my program because we're celebrating a hundred years and since you almost a hundred I want you to come. I was like, you little fucker. I hope I do get to live to be a hundred so I can get to live to see him be fifty. So gotta get his butt back. But when we talk about history and black families, do you think today that our black families have evolved? Or are we still lacking some ingredients to where, you know, at one point it was the black men were not in a home, and then it was the mothers were not maternal or domestic. And then it was, you know, it was all kind of things that, that was happening to our black families, even within our black communities. And I don't want to make this a racial issue, but I do want to make sure that we keep it in regards to, because we're honoring families in general, but during the Black History Month, because I know that we also have some biracial families also. Think about these things. And if you want to call in and join in on the conversation, Mr. Paul, Mr. Paul, I have a question for you, because I can hear you, and I'm live on the air. Oh, I'm sorry. Today's topic, oh, I've got a question. The oh. so people say that they like what you say. Oh, they like your, your your comment, Okay. So in today's topic, we're talking about because we have Black History Month. Today's topic is on the black families. Where do you see the black families in regards to the history of our country now? Because back in the day, we had our parents, even if they were uneducated or slightly educated, they did their best to try to go into politics, support individuals, helping individuals in their, na- their neighborhood. All the kids was growing up on the big mama's house. What's going on with our black families now? Because we're it's more segregated as families,
1: mm-hmm. meaning that instead of us sitting down talking to each other or trying to
0: see what's going
1: on with each other, we're so good with having them telecommunication, meaning phones, computer, laptop, mm-hmm. or whatever it may be. Here, get away from me. Instead of sitting down and really giving somebody a mental state of you, instead of giving them a mental state of you, they're giving you the internet they're giving you facebook they're giving you tiktok they're Mm -hmm. giving you instagram they're giving you all these sites and that's what's taking us away from each other because we tend to get caught up in these myths of of of, uh telecommunication Mm -hmm. meaning that it's just we i feel like we're we're losing the battle towards each other Mm -hmm. and if we go back to big mama's house or, or grandmama's house or or uh, uh, mommy's house, then we probably find each other. But right now we're so far outstretched over the internet that we don't know nothing else but internet. But that's the millennium side of of, of, of our heritage now. Mm-hmm. Like I said, we're so used to giving the kids here take the phone, get away from me, leave me
0: alone. Mm-hmm.
1: and that's what it's about.
0: Well, you know, what, and it's interesting because as I'm thinking about this, and I on my Auntie called me; she hasn't called in yet. When we started talking about the black families, and you grew up in a home with how many siblings? Thirteen. Thirteen of you guys. So there was a lot of history that was made within that home with 13 children. But these are some of the things that we minimize because we don't look at the heroes in our family. You know, whether it's mommy, whether it's daddy, or, you know, parents going out of their way to do these things. We didn't give them their props because we didn't know that they were the heroes within our home.
1: That's right. Not only the heroes within our home, but our
0: neighborhoods, our mm-hmm. churches,
1: our schools, our grocery stores, our barber shops, mm-hmm. our pool halls, our liquor stores, whatever you want to call it. Most parents was new in that neighborhood and everybody knew that parent when you was a real
2: parent.
0: Correct, correct. You know, and it's it's interesting because I know the older I get, um every time I go around the Graham's family I'll be waiting for them to call me Jean Kid. Ooh, they used to get on my nerves. Hey, jeans kid. Hey, jeans kid. You know, but when we start talking about family, and like you talk about the family as a dynamic, and in regards to even celebrating Black History Month, many black families didn't even celebrate Black History Month. I we, didn't about a, that. we didn't have a Black
1: History Month. Black History Month just came along. In the early 2000s when we started complaining about where's our history? Mm -hmm. Why aren't you teaching our history? Mm -hmm. Who knows this and who knows that? And and now that we have the Internet, it's more open to Mm -hmm. black history, to to real black history, which they have been trying to cover up for so many years. Mm -hmm. The only black history you knew is what your mama and daddy told
0: you or what you've
1: seen in the early 70s or Mm -hmm. Or heard
0: about Martin Luther King or J. Edgar Hoover or you know those different names of what I remember as a kid but I just don't remember the celebrations or just like Juneteenth Mm -hmm. so acknowledging our history Mm -hmm.
1: it was dotted from our history it was blacked out from our history so we wouldn't get to know who we truly are as a Mm -hmm. person
0: Well, one of the things that I'm looking at, and it talks about in regards to what is Black History Month and why, and Black History Month was created to focus attention on the contributions of African Americans to the United States.
1: No, it wasn't. It was was installed to keep us from talking about it, (laughs) because if you talk about it, then it'll be left alone. We'll give them something for a minute, and they'll stop talking about it, because we're such a minute person people that after it wears out,
0: mm-hmm. there's no more of it. Mm-hmm. Now, when I said about families and talking about in honor of black individuals from all periods of U.S. history, from the enslaved people first brought over, they come about Africa, the nearly 17th century, to Africans living in today's world. Now, when we talk about our families today and like contributions, what they do, what they've done, the history that they make, you know, we used to say our ancestor. Our ancestor. You know, that they pay up, someone that paved the them. way for you. And it starts in the, home. in the home. It all starts in the home. So we started talking about now, I'm looking at something that says we started back history month in nineteen seventy six. I'm like, ooh, nineteen seventy six, I was ten years old back then. And Carter G. Woodson was a scholar who dedicated celebrating the historic contributions of black people led to the establishment of black history Month, And it's been since 1976 was when that first started. So when we start talking about these things, Samantha, you're supposed to call in, not be watching. The phone number to call in, if you want to call in and talk about some of your contributions or some things that you know that some of your family members have done, and where are we now? As a family. Okay, she calls in now. I like an obedient auntie. Okay, auntie. <laughs> <laughs> what was you saying? What was you saying? I like an obedient auntie. <laughs> <laughs> you know, have to oh, Samantha is watching. She ain't supposed to be watching. She know I'm tired and sleepy. <laughs> <laughs> Well, girl, i was okay. sleepy. I forgot she was an hour behind me. Ooh. Ooh, okay. Yeah, I am so sleepy right about <laughs> now. I I, I I took a nap. I don't know why I'm just so sleepy. Okay. So I see mm. all the other people. That, now, when we're talking about Black History Month, and I, I called Paul in because they were talking so loud, and when we talk talking about the black families, you know, we get accused of being loud. But we passionate, okay? Right. He's just just overpassionate. So, but when we start talking about the families, where do you see that the families are going in regards to the history? Because we know and we've learned there's a lot of history in our family, a lot of history. There's a lot of history in a lot of people's families. But sometimes we take people for granted. We don't even look at some of the contributions, the things that they've done. Or, you know, I remember, you know, um, you were posted something on, on... Facebook one day, and you were talking about, what was it, um, what was Mama's handle when she was a cd Lady Compton. Lady, Lady, Lady Compton. Compton. I was like, and it reminded <laughs> me of history of Compton, of being on Greenleaf and going and doing a, that was history. That was history. Yeah. Because they a lot of things within the community, to where they may not have been known by people. I see you, cousins. They may not have been known by people in other states, but they still the make right. part within their community. And the one thing Paul was saying is that right. people are now isolated. You don't even know your neighbors anymore. You don't even know. We, we right. Don't, we don't. Let me. No, say it. So, what right. is your take on that? C is going in regards to black family, Some of us don't even know who we related to. Correct, correct. We we got so
2: uh, disassociated with the family. when Once the uh, monarchy or the, um, you know, once the matri- they are gone, mm-hmm. matriarch, and once they are gone and the patriarch, once they're gone, it just falls to the wayside. Don't nobody... <laughs> care about uh going to family gatherings or making sure the kids birth the kids know each other, you know, so going to baby showers, going to you know, first birthdays. These kids don't know each other at all. At all. So and there's some
0: family members that I don't know. Mhm. There's a lot that we don't know. A lot. You know, I be looking at people's pictures on Facebook, and I'm looking at my cousins children, and grandchildren, and I'm like, I remember babysitting them when they were kids, and now they're grandparents. And, you know, I was talking to my granddaughter earlier. Right. And she called Miss Miss Jasmine called me. Now she wants to go into modeling and acting, which she should have did that a long time ago. And um and I was I was like, I finished it. I got off the phone, and she was like, Honey. I don't know what to say. Right? I'm like, what the hell? You got to tell me, <laughs> Girl, the, the gene moment kicking in. I've got to figure out. Uh, I know you're 15, but you better not tell me you're pregnant. You better, you know. So now I'm right. thinking back to the stereotype of the black families, okay? But the thing is, and it it reminded me that she could come to me, and when I got off the phone with her, I was walking around in circles again. And my, I was talking to Alicia, and I said, "Hey, almost yeah, nice years, year. good lord." <laughs> but family, so what you got to say in regards to black families, in regards to uh, black history, man? I know you want.
3: Oh, you you see me?
0: No, I saw your number when it popped up. You're another one. I thank you for your obedience because I am exalt
3: today. Ooh, I look so up. I don't look oh, like i didn't know you I didn't know you saw me. I thought I was uh, hiding.
0: Oh, no, you're not hiding. so what is your take with black families? today?
3: Yeah. what my take on black families
0: what today in regards to when we start talking about black history month' because I know families don't look like this. what's wrong? None, oh, I'm going to get, get, get ready to get, bring me a thank you, baby. I'm going to say you, drooling at the mouth, and you smelling that butt, and you about to give it to me? <laughs> Daddy, you, you know, you on me. <laughs> I'm sitting here smelling like, What wrong with that baby? <laughs> that baby got something going on at her mouth, and you smelling that butt, you go, uh-oh. Okay. So, all right, Mr. Ed, what, what do you see now when we talk about black families? Because I, I, I um, think... That,
1: a lot. You, you, you,
3: uh, well, okay. Well, I'm just gonna see this uh, based on what I've heard you guys talking about so far. Um, I can kind of see it because I've thought about that very thing. I think I've actually had that conversation. Um, you know, the whole black family structure, especially when you, especially on the West Coast, uh, mm-hmm. family just you know is more diluted than it, you know than it used to be. You know. You know, like, like, for instance, even my own family. You know, my family, you know, members that are, like, down south and out east, they're more family-oriented
0: than my Mm -hmm. family out here
3: on the West Coast. You know, people out here, like you were saying earlier, you barely know your relatives. You might know Uh all of them, (laughs) but you don't know them, okay? I mean, Mm -hmm. I have relatives that are professional football players and basketball players and athletes and you know and as celebrities, you know I know some people in my family that are you know entertainers, you know, but I don't know them personally. I know over uh-huh. you know my my dad was a was a was a professional boxer so he knew a lot of people, okay, but I also have blood relatives that are you know a certain level. I even have a couple that's that's in you know in in politics. You know, mm-hmm. so the, my point is, my point is, is that a lot of us have connections that we don't even mm-hmm. know about. We, might, we may know of them, but we don't know them, okay? Mm-hmm. And I think that's a bad thing when it comes to black folks, because how can we grow when we don't even know each other, you know? I so know. even if we did have somebody that was, you know, that was advanced or whatever, there's no connection, Okay, you know, there's no connection with somebody. If if you had a relative that was uh, was that became the president of the United States, but you don't know them, <laughs> you know, you know, just think about it. You know, there's really no, and you don't want to show up when they become who they become because then they're gonna look at you like with a side eye, like who is you? You know what I mean? That's so true. I really believe that. Like what you said earlier about the kids not knowing each other and all that, I think that's a bad thing. When you got you know people uh-huh. don't even grow up together, they don't they don't have get together, they don't have uh, 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 reunions like we used to. Like I said, on the uh-huh. east coast and down south, it's different. But for uh-huh. the most part, like the Midwest and the in the western side of the country, we don't get uh-huh. we don't do that. And then if we do get together, we get to fighting and trying to kill each other, which, is, <laughs> which makes us not want to do it again.
0: so. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Let God. Me kiss. Wait, 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 that makes sense. That sounds familiar. I'm not having Thanksgiving at my house ever again. <laughs> oh, God. Ever? But, you know? Again. If you say ever, ever, ever again, y'all go to my house for Thanksgiving. You know, but it, and and it's really sad because we have what's called like even with friends, we got comrades, we got associates, we got confidants. We have the same structures within families. You have some family members that associate, some family members may have beef. Some, You know, it, it, it could be all over the place. But the thing is, years ago, the hierarchy would make us stay together, be together, sit at the table together. Now people just don't even participate, like you said, don't. Even, or you don't even know them. My daughters keep telling me all the time because every time I go somewhere, the first thing I do is I grab my phone. I'm either on Facebook because I got eighty-something thousand emails, or I'm taking emails, or I'm to be distracted, you know. But when we talk about these things, how can we do better? Because there are some of us that still try to make sure we reach out, we call, we have cookouts. We some still do it. I mean, and sometimes people's families can be too big. Because when Paul was here in here, and he said he had, his mother had thirteen kids. I remember growing up, and I love big families. Love their families. My mother didn't have a bunch of kids because it would have been a hot mess. But I would hang out with other people's families. And their families would be so big because they couldn't even invite other people to the birthday party. So they had enough kids in their own home. And I'd be like, why is it the party then if It's just you guys. You know, but that was the way their family was structured. They just would, they go to their parties. They, someone, but they didn't let a whole lot of outside people in because they had too many kids in their own home. So and I know I see you too was one that would kind of gravitate to big families. Why? 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 What was that about with you? Because I know I did it. I, because I, I, because I initially had a big family. Yeah. You
2: know when when I was growing up, it just wasn't. <clears throat> excuse me. it Just wasn't Mama's kids. It was Mama and Aunt Sylvester kids.
0: Right.
2: So she had seven, mama had six, you know. Mm -hmm. So we was always together when I was smaller.
0: Excuse me. Mm -hmm. That's
2: why I'm saying that. people don't realize how close me and Benita and Bernard was. We have Mm -hmm. slept in the same bed, you know, for a long time. Mm
0: -hmm. But
2: um, what I think happens is, You know, you have, because you try to stay close to, um, like, I try to stay close to my nieces, my nephews, my first cousins. But I also have to realize that I came so much later in my mama's life that second cousins are my age. My nieces are my age. You know, so it's kind of... It's, it's easier for me, I think, because, like, my sister Wee, she don't have many cousins or siblings uh, her age, and she didn't have a lot of kids either, so she doesn't have, you know, like like I have. I have four kids. So then when them four oh. kids bring their friends and or uh, whatever. But anyway, when you have that, like you said when you have that big family, you really don't have the room for friends. Mm-hmm. You really don't cuz we didn't when I was when I was smaller. I'm going to say when I was smaller we didn't have a lot of friends come around because we had a big family. It was thirteen kids and just two adults. Mm-hmm. So and Aunt Sylvester always stayed married but her husband's never came to nothing that, you know, mm-hmm. they gave together. So but once you get further down the line you know, the kids they try to get their immediate family together. Mm-hmm. But it's hard to be calling second cousins and, you know, the older ones. And they, It's hard right. to do that. It's hard, to, especially everybody is spreading all over the United States.
0: Oh, that's true. You know, when you said that, it made me want to call Miss Tootie? Because she, like us, she always try to make sure that she keeps in touch or whatever the case may be. And so right. we lose that as a black family. You know we're we're losing it because people are all right. over the place and people are transitioning. Right. We get older. We're not as mobile. Hey cousin, how right. you doing? Oh my God, I I'm doing well. I was just putting you on the radio because I didn't know if you knew we was on the radio tonight. But to no, t- I the topic, the full of food. <laughs> full of food. Oh, wait, 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 wait! I'm going to this about black families. When, when our parents used to say, don't talk with food in your mouth, uh-huh. I thought that was no big deal. Until I got older and I started choking on the salad. I said, I'll be darn I don't want a eating salad. When you get older and you try to eat everything to make you choke, why parents used to say that? Chew uh, 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 your food, to, the, to your food, to your food, and then we're going to get your input as we talk about Black families, as we talk about <laughs> Black History Month, because there's a lot of history in families. You know, uh, uh, as I'm saying a. Tisha said, when I would talk about my family history, I was telling war stories. She said it would give her nightmares. <laughs> <laughs> but I on <laughs> what do you say, Tootie, I agree? <laughs> Judy say, Yo, sir, you said, your story, my, my dad would say, Mom, your story used to give up nightmares. <laughs> you got to get me another time. <laughs> <laughs> Tootie, you start choking. I did not call you to choke, Taylor. you Swallow your food. So when we talk about that history and like Mr. Ed was saying, his father was a boxer. His he got family members that you know done certain things, and and actors or or entertainers or you know we all have a lot of that in our family. And the thing is, sometimes those individuals also isolate themselves from the family too, because it gets big, and then people get to the point to where people what what what? Did you say? Don't me give me? Let me have? So. We as a family, first of all, I believe it's learning the structure of family and learning to respect family. I think a lot of us have lost a lot of respect for our family. We should
2: think when, on that, when, is- when you get to a certain status, too, Jeanette, when you get to a certain status, too, people try to use your normal, regular-ass family against you. Oh, yeah. Because... Nobody is immune to having drug addicts in their family, alcoholics in their family, especially in the black family. You know, uh-huh. there's alcoholics, there's drug addicts, you know. People done did some shady stuff to because of the struggle. You know what I mean? Uh-huh. So when you get to a certain status, people use that against you to keep you from going higher. Because they don't mm. want us higher. They don't want us higher than them. Mm-hmm. So they're going to use whatever they can, and you know that. We got examples from, it. it you know, Bill Cosby. You know, wow. yes, these people did these things, but you got other people doing worse things. Got whole yeah. islands taking people over there. you talking about a sex trade. So that that happens when you're in a black family, you know you got somebody that they gonna bring up about something, and that and that, like I said, they go back and it'd be like the third cousin twice removed and all that bull crap. So yeah. no, we, I, I I gravitate to big families because, like I said, I had a big family. And, like mm-hmm. I said, we was all there together in in the struggle yeah. being raised, and so, yeah. and see, I remember that I remember all of us then the meat houses mm-hmm. and stuff like that and and that's what I like to this day, Jeanette, I cannot cook for just me and my husband yeah. I can't
0: yeah. that's why he do, that he does most of the cooking because he's the only child, Correct. You know what, Tootie, what Samantha was saying is how Mama had six kids and Samantha had seven and how all 13 of us Mama was always it. around each other. Jeanette. Yeah. Mama's had eight. Yeah, oh, eight. Shit. yeah. She always felt seven. I forget. I forget. I forget. She was in Texas. She was in Texas. Yeah. Yeah. And I always, yeah, yeah. Seven. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah you probably counting me as two people. just saved my <sister. laughs> I was like, ooh, she did. I thought yeah. team was included in the seven. Um, but the thing is how we all were together, whether it was holidays or events or, and that was how we saw the black family, and that was a lot of history in that, a lot of history, a oh, lot yeah. of fun. A lot of entertainment. A, we, we did a lot. Uh, we did a lot in the book of black. <laughs> there you go. You never know. <laughs> you you, you never know. You never know. And so, in some, like I said, trying to keep it, keep it going, trying to make sure that we are looking at families as a structure and not breaking families up. Because there's a lot of things that are against families. There's a lot of things, you know, and and we just have to be mindful of that and not fall into that that slippery slope when we start talking about our family Mm -hmm. and the history that comes from within our family. Yeah. And then we be heard afterwards. Some do, some don't, (laughs) Tootie. we'd be hurt afterwards. I don't know if you handle uh-uh, about... no gets the worst They did no better. they didn't know no better. They didn't know no better. But you know what, though? And this is the thing. Even when we start talking about black families, and sometimes there's always a black sheep in the family, too. There's always the scapegoat in the family because we play family roles. We have the hero in the family. So all of these things, and you got to know who you dealing with. You know who's who, what's what, and then we can deal with it. Then we ain't got to go through all the other mess that comes with that. So I love families. Like I said, I, my thing was I would gravitate with the big families because we had phones. I'd go over there, girl, we play fake, we do this, we do that. Because there was always a lot of people. And that's why I would do it. And people would tell me, your mama coming down the street, so we didn't have cell phones back then. But, girl, Jeannie be looking for me. She knew she was going to find me at somebody's house that had a big family. And that was a good little lie, too, because she sweared with me. I know. Tootie, I used to love hanging out with you. <laughs> <laughs> baby, baby, I baby. don't even want to think about today. Who you want to go with? I want to go with Tootie. And <laughs> you get me whooped. <laughs> Oh, uh-uh, no. You know what, Tunis? It's funny you said that with the black families. my auntie used to be so mad at me because every time I came around, somebody got in trouble. I always... For <laughs> real? Somebody got in trouble. Why you let... Jeanette's just a kid. Why you listen to her? They'd be so mad. I mean, like, let's go here. Let's go do this. Jeanette always had all these big old bright ideas, and everybody got a whooping but that. <laughs> Julia, I didn't know you were getting a whooping too. I did not know you got a whooping, <laughs> Why you got that girl with you? Because she wanted to go. <laughs> yeah. I didn't know you got. <laughs> the difference between you can't go and you? <laughs> I, I was telling somebody the other day. I don't like being told no. Somebody tell me no, don't no, tell me no. But you know what, Tilly, I admit that I was a bad kid. I, I ain't never denied that. I wasn't bad, but I was created that way. Yeah, I was created that way. So I wasn't bad. You, you was
2: know? nosy. You was nosy. <laughs> they, call, they want to call it curious
0: now, but you was nosy. <laughs> I was smart. I was nosy. I was adventurous. I had all these bright ideas. <laughs> I was just a writer. <laughs> That's why like when I see my grandma, I just think, I'd be like, dang. Oh, God, yeah. And people would get in trouble. Me and Liz, I remember one time me and Lizzie would sneak out the window and go to parties. We come back, Grandma be sitting in the chair with a belt. So I'd be like, uh-uh. Yep, I don't get it again. Yeah. Listen to Janette. She said she wanted to go to that party. And now Grandma grandma sitting in with a belt. I see, every time you come over, Jeanette, I get a whoop Mm. <laughs> yep, yeah, easy. You, you, you better go just, just be going grocery shopping. So when we talk about the black families, and we have younger families now, too. I, I noticed that. You know, even though some of us have families in our teens and tweens, but the generations are still younger, and they're really, some of these families are trying to merge and start families. And as a therapist, I see a lot of different things. You know, we don't. We miss trauma. Many individuals have experienced trauma. Many individuals are dealing with mental health issues, like you said, addictions and substance abuse. And part of it is when we marry, we marry the whole family. They become a part of us, and sometimes we don't understand how to deal with some of these emotions or deal with these toxic relationships. And some of that you said we shouldn't be getting into, we start talking about trying to have a family. but. And, if you could give a young person some advice about starting a family, what would you share with them with what you learned? Because we can't pick and choose our relatives, but sometimes we go out and we seek to try to start families with individuals that may not be relational, may not come from a big family. May, Like Samantha said, she married someone that was an only child. And being an only child versus being a baby of the family that's two different things in, in, a, in a way. It's, yeah. There's some similarity, but there's also some conflict. So what it's advice, it's you, right. so what advice you. would you give a person that want to start a family, have a family, get married? Mm-hmm. But you, you are, why are you doing all that? Get a job, please. Gotta have a job. You <laughs> say get a job. <laughs> this way because I don't play that outdoor stuff oh, no. I You having it you you. ever since my mama gave me permission to get out of her house huh, I ain't been in nobody else's house Somebody except the Janette's mama and I'll be over there just to call myself being grown <laughs> <laughs> but you know what and that's another thing with um, black families too is the finance part. We saw, you know, either our mothers working hard, two or three jobs, our parents hustling, because I tell individuals, even with the casino, I have been gambling all my life. Two, three years old, I'm nosy. I'm in the boogie joys. I'm in the, they tell me I play everything but poker. But by that same token, we learned about passive income. We didn't learn about generational wealth. So one of the things in regards to history, we have now, we didn't realize that our parents, was, our mama was a CFO, a CEO, all of that. She knew how to make a dollar out of $0.15. Cents. So with, that's one of the things that I feel that a lot of our black families are missing because we got kids now 30 years old, 20 years old. They're dependent on their parents, but we watched our parents do some of these things. We watch our parents, you know, make it work for the family. I think a lot of individuals are losing their drive and their motivation. Mr. E., what, what did you think on that from a male's point of view of looking at some of the families that we see, some of the younger black families?
3: I think uh, that the, uh, you know, it, it, it all um, stems from the um, change um, of the uh, black family in general. Um, mm-hmm. Over the last 40, 40, 50 years, you know, from the 70s up, you know, I mean, things just mm-hmm. changed in the 70s, you know, you know, the 70s into the 80s and 90s, things just changed. That whole black family structure changed, especially on, in certain, especially in urban areas. You mm-hmm. know? Now, for instance, even though I grew up in South Central and area. I do know of some families like you were saying, like big families. I do know of some families like that that they they really did stick together, you know, mm-hmm. but half of them were gangbangers, you know <laughs> you know? so but it's stuck mm-hmm. together they they were family, you know, and they you know everything they did was family, everything was family oriented you know. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, and they continued, you know, even when somebody passed or whatever, the the churches were full, you know, (laughs) you know, for for funerals and stuff. You know, if somebody got married, it was, you know, it was a big gathering, you know. They used to take Mm -hmm. over the whole park, you know, (laughs) for celebrations Mm -hmm. and reunions and all that. So people knew each other. You know, you know, so there were were people in certain families that were connected like that. But for the most part, I think that's something that we lack as a people, especially when you go to certain certain environments, because you got so many people that have grown to distrust each other. So when they do come up, when they do, you know, get a job or career or whatever they do, they leave that 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 uh, environment. You know, they just pretty much. They might pick a, here and there you know, one or two people to come with them, but for the most part, they're disconnected. You know, right. and we just have that 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 that, that space between them.
0: Mm-hmm. It's funny you said that in, in in regards to our black families and games. And I found that there were more in the Hispanic families than there were actually in the black families. You know, um, sometimes kids will be trying to fit in or whatever the case may be. But I know in my training, I've never been in no game. Right? I, I don't like snitches. I, I don't I, we, we didn't need no game. But if I had to call my cousin Tootie and you don't know who Tootie is, I, that's like watching DET Madam. You know, you in trouble. Or if we had to pick up, if, if one sister called the other sister, we coming. We was our own family, but we never had a street game. It was no, what's your take on that, Samantha? Because I ain't never been in no game. Is Jean called mama or here? And sometimes we didn't even have to call mama. We could be out there fighting and you come mama rolling up in the Cadillac. We're like, where the hell did she come from? But sometimes I think True. that's one of the labels that some people get placed on them of being in a game, but it ain't always a game.
2: But some people, like he said, like that family. hmm. So those are the people that they get to go into the gang. Mm -hmm. Feeling the need of family. So they feel like that gang is their family. family. That's my boy. Mm -hmm. But that boy gonna get you killed. That gang gonna get you killed or in jail. And once you go to jail, ain't nobody gonna be putting no money on your books but your mama Mm -hmm. or your family. So it's just, I like. Uh, it's just hard to keep, like I said, to keep the families together now because of the split between um, the grand, the grandparents, and the, and also you know grandparents stayed in their grandkids' business. Uh-huh. They don't do that no more. Oh, the I grandmother do. don't want the the grandkids in their business. So, uh, you know, that's true. Yeah, no, uh, yeah. The, the the there used to be a time where y- your grandmother would call you. You know, if we lived out of state, but when my grandmother mm-hmm. was living, she was always calling us, and we. That's why we went there every summer. She was like, "Y'all gotta mm-hmm. bring y'all asses home." So we went there every summer. So. <laughs> But that's missing. The grandmamas is out there doing their thing now because you got younger grandmamas. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That's, why I so... that
3: movie. that's why I love that movie Soul Food because it really represented what you just said. I mean, you know, because you look at that movie and see what was going on in that movie. It really represented what's going on today, you know, because right. Big Mama, had, she, was, she basically kept that family together.
0: Mm-hmm. You know,
3: even she, she kept stuff from going, get, jumping off, she always, she was always in the middle of stuff, keeping she stuff, you know, flowing right. Mm-hmm. But then when she, she passed, everything went to hell. Everybody went, you know, everything went crazy, you know. So, and that's pretty much representative of what happened to the black family in general. You know, when Big Mamas left, like you said, back then you had the Big Mamas, the grandmamas and who that, whoever was all in the business. You don't, You don't have that no money. And, and the grandmas are now in their twenties and thirties. <laughs> you know? So they don't. They don't know nothing about being a big mama. You know. They they still looking for a big mama. You know. That's why they go to them 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 them, them, them no no account guys trying to get a big daddy that ain't no daddy. You know, and so it causes another problem. So mm-hmm. that, you know, so that's got a lot to do with the way the uh, black family has evolved. It's evolved in a whole different direction than it used to be. So from the 70s, you look at the 70s into the 80s, for instance. Okay, you know when you had the crack epidemic and all that. That I believe, I believe that was probably the most pivotal part of yeah, black that history was the- since slavery. Mm-hmm. Because that really destroyed, that- literally destroyed the family structure for a lot of black folks. Yeah. You know. That's true. And then you have so many people that got into the gang situation. You know, that I believe that the gang situation separated families because they, they got those more connected to their gang affiliations and selling drugs and all that than they were their own family members. Was seven, you know, seven, and, then, and, and 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 a lot of their family members became their best customers and so they didn't yep. have respect for them. You just saw them as, as money.
2: Correct. You know? yep. Yeah, and so
3: right. that, that, has, that has something to do with the, the breakdown of the, the family, black family structure. You know, mm-hmm. and then like I said, you got a lot of people. You got like I said, I got athletes and celebrities in my family that I don't even know. I know of, but I don't know them personally. Okay, mm-hmm. and. um you know, I mean, if I was walking to, to a certain person right now, they'd be like, who are you? And i will say, hey, I'm, I'm, I'm so-and-so's nephew's cousin, you know, <laughs> and they'd be like, Yeah, no, really? <laughs> you know? See? So the point is, like you said, like y'all was saying earlier, it, it, it's important to, to have, you know, the kids know each other. So when the kids grow up and become whoever they're going to become, then that, that, that relationship and the bonds will be made. But when they don't know each other, it's like, you know, it doesn't matter what happens they're not going to be connected. I don't care if, they, I don't care if they're siblings, if you're all, if if all brothers and sisters. If they don't know each
2: other, there's no connection. Mm-hmm. that makes sense?
0: Yes, it makes a lot of sense when you talk about yeah. the connection. It makes a lot, a lot of
2: sense. It. And then they'll wind up getting a connection in another way, and mm-hmm. everybody will be mad because they don't know each other. And now you've got two cousins dating each other or... Two oh, yeah. cousins that, that, that are yep. that two first too. cousins exactly. and even some siblings, you know, have siblings. You know, mm-hmm. finding so each they other know. and yeah, because they don't this don't one don't
0: know oh, who yeah.
2: their daddy is.
0: Right. You yeah, know
2: exactly. yeah. so now you got these people in love and not caring because of love. So you've got to let these kids know. One who they daddy is, you got to let them know who they daddy is. That is right. some bull crap right there. Not letting the child yes. know who they are. I agree. And I if you that is who they And if you don't know, you need to let them know you don't
0: know. You don't know. Girl, girl so, that's I get it You just, you you just, just
3: need to And, then, then and not only for okay.
0: reasons
2: Like the health reasons Jeanette. You know mm-hmm. health reasons It's all kind of reasons where a child needs to know Both their parents They need to Yeah out of kind
0: it. Of, mm-hmm. And And that goes to one of the things I want to say is One of the biggest things that I've seen Is we have our family secrets And that's, that's where, like, you a whole number of
3: shows,
1: you oh.
0: <laughs> know. And that's not to expose some things because some things you can't do anything about it, but that goes back to the thing you talk about I see, with the daddy. You don't know who the daddy is. You're keeping it a secret. And we got so much of that in the black family. It's crazy. It is crazy. And I don't know if it's a exactly, black the- person have, you yeah. know, walked on their own, but we got to do away with some of that stuff. We also got to gotta
3: remember. See, we we got to remember, you know, like like I've said before, so many times before. You know, we have a history. You know, we have a slavery history here. Okay, mm-hmm. not to mention there was already Native Americans. You know, then you know what happened with the coloniz- colonizers, uh, colon- colonizers, mm-hmm. <laughs> colonizers, <laughs> and okay. uh, you know, and, and then slavery and all that. And then there was a lot of things that that happened that caused interactions. You know, with different peoples and all that. And then not only, you know, during the slavery time, you know, how people were sold or kids were sold off and people were sold off and all that. So you don't know who's related to who, you know, just from that situation. Okay. So then later on, you know, in the 20th century, you got people just all scattered around that are descendants of those people, you know, Native American slaves or whatever. And, you know, these people are probably related, but of course they don't know each other. See. And then there was further interaction over the years, you know, and then you know that's why when people be talking that well I'm a hundred percent native American or I'm a hundred percent white or I'm a hundred percent black how you will be a hundred percent anything when you was in that in that mix that, that that mixing bowl you don't know what you I bet you if you check your DNA you will find out like, your percentage of this and a percentage of that okay mm-hmm. but the point but that does that doesn't change who you are it just means that there's a lot of people that don't know who they're related to. You know, like yeah. you were saying earlier. And, uh, you know, and, and it's really a sad thing. Because the one thing about it that, that a lot of Europeans have, a lot of other people have, they can trace their their genes back to a certain period. Mm-hmm. While most people, most black people are dark, or people of color in America can't really do that because they're they all mixed up, you know.
0: So
2: help me out They can't here, just go I, straight
3: from here I, I, to there. They got to go through a whole bunch of other muck before they can get
0: to there.
2: See,
0: <laughs> <So he laughs> there's other things. things. <laughs> you know? That, uh, so you and I have had this conversation before, and I said, I know I need to do it. And when they came up with com and uh, what was the other one? It was besides the com, there was another one that they had. And at first, I was like, ooh, I don't want to. First of all, I don't like needles. So I don't know how they, I don't know if they do it through saliva. I don't know if they do it blood, I don't know what they did. That's said, saliva. What they, well, they got,
3: they got some of saliva. You know, someone who uses saliva You know, it's not always blood And, you know,
2: sometimes blood. Saliva and I got some, I had mine done
0: Okay, so if it's saliva I'm cool with that I didn't know if it was going to be i to put my finger and I'm going to bleed <laughs> I ain't
3: trying to do it Okay, okay, the, okay, okay,
0: Jeanette You, you wimp I'm, I'm sitting right now I'm in so much pain shooting through my feet I'm riding on the station Everybody trying to move my circulation But um, but when you, when, <laughs> these things to help them gain some insight of who they're related to. But I've heard stories how individuals was rejected by people or you know, and it could be because of their own ignorance or it's like your family ain't never close. So they like it should be we got too many family members, we ain't let nobody else in. But then you got some individuals that welcome you or oh, I heard that story before I had a, A person contacted me, a family member, and I was like, okay, no problem. But then she was like, but people were mean to me. Or they were, but you know what? She didn't know the personalities of the other person. It wasn't personal. So sometimes you just can't make things personal. And I've learned to accept people for who they are, and I know what I'm going to tolerate and what I'm not going to tolerate. But that still don't stop them from being a part of your family, part of your family. I remember one time, Samantha, we had a family member told another family member, and I was so mad. Um, he, she said something to him about, if I had to pick my family, I wouldn't even have chose you. I said, oh, that's cool. You know, how you going to tell that person you wouldn't even have chose them as a family member, like somebody would have wanted to choose your butt? But sometimes we do these things. We say these things. And not only are are we, when we start talking about the sickness, sometimes we just be mean to our family members. Or, or we have family members that are disabled and people would try to hide them from other people our society. And what's your take on that? Because back in the day when people had disabled children, they would send their children out to somebody else's house. Grandma got to take care of them or they go out of state or they just... What, what's your take on that? When we start talking about even
3: with disabled family members, well, you got a lot of people who did that too, where they, um, you know, they tried to hide, you know, uh, you know uh, what they considered, uh, you know, not totally okay kids, <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. you know that happened. That happened all way, all the way back, you know, and um you know, especially with with upper scale people, you know, oh, yeah. you know they try oh, yeah. to, you know, you know, so that that's very, uh, that's not that's very common. You know, those things mm-hmm. definitely went down, and um, and you see it today too. You know, and um, mm-hmm. so you know that's just. That's, yeah, yeah. That's, but it it does really definitely affect the uh, the whole family thing as well because it's still a, a, a family member. You know, mm-hmm. and suppose that person, say, for instance, they have some kind of a disability or whatever, and you send them away somewhere else, and they end up, you know, it leads them into a whole another life, right? And suppose they mm-hmm. still end up, you know you know, creating another child or family life or whatever, that's still the bloodline is still continuing just in a different direction. Okay?
1: But mm-hmm. now they don't
3: know nothing about this family on this side. Okay? And like mm-hmm. you were saying earlier, you know, you mess around like, like like the lady was saying earlier, you know, I mean, you know, you get out there, you mess around, you fooling around with your cousin yeah, sure. or your or your half sibling or something that you never knew nothing about. You know You and know we were
0: talking- this in the black family. It reminded me of a show. I think it was on Hulu called The Black Cake. And teacher had me watching it, where this woman was heard from another. Did you see that movie? Samantha? It's called The Black Cake. I think it was on Hulu. I
2: have, she... but I heard about it.
0: She wrote a thing once she died, cause she had three kids. One of them was biracial, and the woman was adopted and didn't even know that that was her mother. And then she had to meet her siblings and the other it, – it, just the dynamics of that, of putting that family back together, because the woman had lived a life that she didn't even have an identity, didn't even have an identity. So a lot of times with the black families, many people's identities have been sh- struck or taken away. You know, the, the mother got to wear so many different hats. Or like I said, we have CFOs, CEOs, and, and making things happen within family. The father is going out there, and all he's doing is working, 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 but he don't realize that he got to show some emotion, or he got to be there and be attentive, because sometimes, most you want more than just a paycheck. You want him to be a father, but he's trying to be a man. And what does that mean? We've lost our role, our identity. We don't know who we are. We really don't. Even being a granny, even raising black adult children in the black family. I know Auntie, I try to do things differently from the way Jean raised me and my sister. Even though she didn't have boys. But there was no manual. Mama and Aunt the Sebastian didn't know what they We saw what they did to them, them to them and look what happened. <laughs> so my point is right. they know they didn't have a manual. And now when when our kids wind up and, and talk we kinda, true,
2: and we <laughs> didn't either no. but we did we didn't know what we didn't want. At least we didn't know that. Mm-hmm. Mom and them didn't even know what they didn't want. You know what I mean? That's the way it seemed to me. They
0: didn't mm-hmm. know.
2: To me, it just seems like they tried to fit into a world and to make it easier. Okay, and then... Because you have to realize they were born in the 1920s and the
0: 1930s. So,
2: you know, they had to go through a lot. And our grandparents went through more than that. You know, my grandparents were born in the 1800s. Yeah. So, um, it was like, so they're trying to raise us the best way they knew how and so we at least we knew what we didn't how we didn't want to raise our kids I think they Mm -hmm. gave us that Mm -hmm. so I knew I didn't want my kids to be raised feeling um sub up to anybody or anything. Mm-hmm. I didn't want them to feel like they could not do anything or they didn't belong anywhere or you know, I didn't want them to feel like they had to be in this one group mm-hmm. and and they could, they were smart enough super smart to be anywhere and that was mm-hmm. the world's fear. Mm-hmm. So But I also had to, Mm -hmm. and I have three boys, so I also had to teach them, you know, keep your hands where they can see them, you know, all Mm -hmm. of that bull crap. So even when you're doing right, you can still
0: be Mm -hmm.
2: taken wrong. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Even when you're doing right, you can be taken wrong. So I have three boys, so you, you have to Try to teach them to be strong black men, and mm-hmm. try to teach them a role that you have no idea what it is. You know what I mean? Well, you
0: just me a copy. But for you, money I mean, you, you have an ideal.
2: You have an ideal of what the role is, but mm-hmm. I'm a woman. I'm a black woman. I got my own struggles, different struggles than a man. So it's hard to teach my sons how to be men, but I Mm -hmm. can teach them the kind of man that I would respect and that I would Mm -hmm. want for my daughter or for my, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So I can teach them that, and I can bring Mm -hmm. around men, and I did. I brought around men that were positive and negative because I wanted my kids to have the same experience I had on knowing what they did not want. To be, so mm-hmm. because <laughs> well, I didn't get no encouragement to go to college, Jeanette. That's why I was so proud of you. I didn't get the encouragement to go to college. You know, you even... smart enough to go to college. I. that I what. What did I just say? That's why I'm so proud of you. Because we didn't get that kind so, of encouragement that there was, was anything. So, was, wait
0: a minute. I was so bitch. You ain't no smarter than me. What makes you think I'm going to pay for you to go to college? Girl, after she lied to me, I'm making straight A's, I'm doing all of this, and I want to go to LSU, and, I, and you going to get me all the way here to tell me nothing? Girl, I wouldn't tell them people. My mama was dead and my daddy was dead. I was going to figure it out because you ain't going to set me up. <laughs> I did want to raise your number. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know what I was doing. Why you think I got to someone out of was clothes that you ain't going to just set me up like this? I'm getting the hell up out of here. So I Right, didn't have no right. Choice. So, but you know what? And she told me one day, she said, I was proud of you because you did. I felt I didn't have no choice. So, right. yeah, I didn't get the support. I didn't get the support. I was just thinking about that. We're talking about um, black families. When I bought the center for the treatment of addiction, you know how much hell I went through. I want to say, get him that company back. Yeah. Do you know, Auntie? I have owned that company for almost 19 years. Yeah. 19 years I've been yeah. owner of one company. Since 2011, I've been a owner of another company, and I got. That's why when I posted that thing that I was up at one o'clock in the morning because I couldn't go tweet. That's history. Mm. They were proud of me. They instilled all of this in me. Like, even talking with Tootie, I didn't know Tootie got a whooping, too. But I thought Tootie was beyond whooping. But I forgot Tootie was a teenager when I was a kid. I keep forgetting Right,
2: that. right.
0: They wasn't that much older than me when they was letting me hang right. out with them. But I didn't know everybody was getting a whooping but me. <laughs> I was getting a whooping. That's a sign.
2: I didn't
0: know you were a to whoop it. I'm sorry, but but the point that I'm trying to make is
2: everybody got whoopings taking you places,
0: and y'all let me do it because y'all do y'all could tell me no. You could tell me no. Oh, I did. you know I just learned that. I did not know who you was getting the whooping behind my butt. Wow, and we did a lot of stuff. <laughs> let me stop. Okay, but getting back to what i was saying is, you know what, Auntie, I realized recently, and even when I was doing that podcast with that guy, how I made a lot of history within our family. How I, and I watched how Writer, how he comes to me, Granny. Can I go to your this, Granny? Can I? Do you know the other day I called? the Writer called me because I said I said teach a text, and Writer was reading a text writer was reading one of the books that I was in, just sitting there reading the book. So that makes him proud of his granny because he knows that he can go and Google my name or look things up. I remember Jasmine used to play when she was a kid. Cut for the treatment of addiction is just playing, you know. So <laughs> my granny is to say, at least my granny, I was their rock. I was their – that's history. In our own family, where other people right. do not know me, they know me. That makes a big, big right. difference, even with just my kids and my grandkids. And even with, That's you right, know, with right. the family that we do have, when although we are segregated, we be trying to figure out whether we're going to be in Texas or Arizona or Ohio or, you know, <laughs> a family. Like I said, let me know where the hell I need to be, you know? So,
2: right,
0: right, I right. Like, I know some of my friends that went on the Facebook. I see uh, Victoria Graham has went on watching, and I know she has a big family, and I would have loved for her to call in, and Sonya to call in, and Dale to call in, because we started talking about the black Girl, you got family. More days. You, got, you
2: got 24 more days to have an
0: hour. I know. 24 more days to come to up with these topics. Show. But you know what? But right. also, when you were talking about being a role model, a black role model. We need more men to be role models for our families, also, to teach our kids, so that they can know. But you can't give what you don't. You can't teach what you don't know. But at least be open-minded. Some individuals are trying. Some individuals are still stuck. Some individuals, like you say, it's the, the the struggle. It's a lot. It it it's a lot. Okay. Yeah. So before you, what do you want the listeners to know about the black families as
2: we talk about black history? Month? Support your kids. Let them know that they can be, if they tell you that they want to be the president of the United States, tell them they can be the damn president of the United
0: States.
2: Don't discourage your kids. Don't tell them that they dumb. Don't use stupid. Don't use dumb. Don't use them words. Don't use bad. Don't use those words around kids. They believe that. They believe that. Don't call them stupid. Don't call them bad. They believe that. And and like I I said, let them find role models, even if if they're negative, just so the kids can know what they don't want. Mm -hmm. You know, like I said, I had three boys, and I didn't know Mm -hmm. nothing about college because I didn't go, but I have a man that went to college. And he supported mm-hmm. every last one of them in that college um, career. So, mm-hmm. you know, you just got to get the right people around your kids and right. don't, you know, and, and put your kids first. You
0: can't all, you know, mm-hmm. once you have that child, <laughs> your
2: life became second.
0: Well, one of the things that you are bringing to mind is the competition within black families. We become so competitive. We got to stop that. And I like the support. I yeah. like to support. If you don't know how to support, don't be negative. It's like when I asked my don't grandbaby, be negative. I asked grandbaby, can I post her picture? Now, they didn't even invite me to the birthday party, but I'm like, okay, fine, because I know she was mad at me, and I ain't worried about that because I ain't kissing nobody's butt. But by that same token, right. I asked her to post her picture. She came back to me, and can you can I, I want to go into acting. I want to go – and I said, baby, you would do great with print, modeling, all of this other stuff. And so she called me because she wants me to support her with that. You know, I did that with Tain when Tain was five and six years old. I had right. to realize, and this is what, I, what a black family, I had to realize those are their kids. They're not my children. I can't take your kids and do what I want to do with your kids. But our parents did that. Right. When mama said in or Jesus, right. them ain't your kids no more. They just go take over. We have right. to take over. Right. So I try to be more diplomatic and let people run and live their own life. But I'm supportive to a degree because don't, teacher should call me a cash cow and I didn't even know what the hell a cash cow was. So I'm not going to be a cash cow, but I will be supportive if you are on and you got a direction that you're trying to go. Because like I said, when we talk about black right. families, well, you know, the separation, the deterioration, we got to do that. We got to do better. But I like what you said about the support. Well, I know you be- love to eat, so you got to come out here and support
2: your your nephew, cousin. Oh, i <laughs> to, to eat.
0: You know. I said that. I said that. I will definitely, definitely do that. <laughs> I will definitely do that. Of all things, he became a chef. I'm proud of him. I thought he was going to be right. my Dwayne Wayne football player or a football player. But you know what? <laughs> they said you want to make God laugh, tell him your plan. But we do have to do more of supporting right. our family, and I, I definitely do that. Like I said, I've been more focused on my health to try to make sure mobile so I can get around. Right. Alicia's Alicia looking at me today. So she was like, you look cute with your pink dress on. I said, yeah, and I ain't even going nowhere today. I went from one room to another room <laughs> with my pink dress. <laughs> So ain't nothing wrong with that. Ain't nothing wrong
2: with looking pretty I, in your pink dress.
0: From one room to another room, I ain't even went outside. I ain't been nowhere. <laughs> but the point is, but the point is, we start talking about families. We can't enable our family members either. I like the support, but we don't want to You're enable right. them. Okay? You're right. You're I agree. Family. Codependency. Oh, we 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 gotta we gotta do better. We gotta do better. And what do you want the listeners to know about the black families before we end tonight? Because there's so much we can
3: talk about. Um. Well, first, before I go there, I I would suggest that maybe you consider doing a part two to this because there's also the other side. There's another side to this. You also got to think about the reason that a lot of families are separated and not together because you had a lot of negative, you had a lot of non-supportive, uh, um, you know, coming up. You know, you had a lot of you had uh, abuse in the family. You had a lot of people that was just always like you that she like had touched on earlier, how um, sometimes the kids are, are discouraged from wanting to do anything, you know, special or whatever, and. You know, and other family members or whoever, you know, put them down, mm-hmm. and discourage them, or, or sometimes literally try to keep them from getting somewhere else. It's that crabs in the bucket mentality, you know.
1: Mm-hmm.
3: And mm-hmm. and um, you know, and um, so we got to talk about that. That's 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 part of it too. That's got a lot to do with it. That's another like another side of it, you know. And um, but uh, but in general, uh, I think that. Um, the thing that's going on, like I had like I mentioned earlier about history and all that, you can't forget about your history. I mean, some people say, oh, well, forget about history. That was back then. No, you cannot forget about your history because history is what helps you not to go, not to repeat it. That part right there. How can you not,
0: yeah.
3: how can you, how can you not, in other words, if you forget that fire burns, what's going to stop you from putting <laughs> your finger in, in it again? Is that is true. That is true. That's why God gave you a memory. <laughs> okay, you know,
0: learn just, what the, not to do,
3: <laughs> or, or what, you I, know, what you know what to avoid.
0: And the part that I wanted to emphasize tonight, as we talk about Black History, is to honor our own family. To realize the jewels that we have within our own family. To realize the jewels that we are within ourselves, and the role models that we are, and how we're trying to do. We may not be perfect. But although we're not perfect, we're we're still here, and we still are making history. You know, so it makes – I feel good when my grandkids call me or ask me questions or try to – my grandmother was like, Granny, I don't know what to say. I'm, I'm sitting there like, what the hell are you trying to say? You know, <laughs> we don't talk all the time. What you trying to tell me? But I'm glad that she was able to pick up the phone to reach out because they know that I'm here, but I also have to set boundaries. As black families, we don't like boundaries. We're not used to it. And we let people get away or they think they're getting away with something that they ain't getting away with. But we got to do better. We've got to learn how to we do better. We also more. have to do We have to
2: get away from the shame, too. Yeah. Everybody got a past. Everybody made mistakes. you got to get away mm-hmm. from the shame and just come back together. And that's starting supporting each other. Because like you said, that Mm. epidemic, that that drug epidemic broke a lot of families. Mm -hmm. And so Mm -hmm. when that family was broken, it caused a lot of shame, a a lot of anger, a lot of, you know, it just caused a lot of just messed up within Mm -hmm. our family. So Mm -hmm. we have to... Forgive.
3: It disrupted a whole lot. And, we, now. And,
2: and, and let go of that shame, you know, because mm-hmm. if you're on the road and you are recovering or are, are, are recovered and you're living that life and you're taking care of business right now, the past is the past. Mm-hmm. So, so and but everybody you
0: wanted, has one. And it kind of goes back into change, Auntie, a lot of times people want to keep you stuck where you are. They don't want to believe they know you for who you was, not who you are now. And I remember one time I went to go see Paula White at um, Noah Jones Church, and she said, I may not be where I want to be, but I'm not where I used to be. You don't want to forgive yourself. Forgiveness is a choice. And a lot of times, even within the black community and our black families, we don't want to forgive our other people as well as forgive ourselves. I remember one time Mama called Jean, and Jean was talking to Mama, and Mama asked Jean to forgive her. Jean said, I'm not God, I'll never forgive you. I looked at that woman like, no, you didn't just tell your mama that. And Jean meant that. But forgiveness, we've got to learn. It doesn't mean that we forget. It doesn't mean we're going to allow people to re and hurt us again to learn how to practice forgiveness and compassion. That's another thing that we're missing in our black families but it wasn't taught to us because we were. A lot of people us. don't know that.
2: A lot of people associated forgiveness with, uh, okay, if I forgive you, then we're family again, and I got to start loving you again, and I can't be this mean, evil person. They have to give up something to forgive somebody, okay? When you forgive some you have to give up something. And a lot of people don't want to give that. People don't want to give that hatred up, but Art hatred eats. It eats you up. It don't eat the other person up. Other person going about their life, living like, like it's golden, and your inside it's, is rotten mm-hmm. because you have hatred in your inside. Mm-hmm. So,
0: mm-hmm. but you know it's what? It's a I choice. Like you said, it is. definitely really a choice. Yeah, that's what kills somebody, and it stresses them out. Because you're so busy hating on the other person, you deteriorate your own self. So, and, and these, like I said, these are some of the things that it goes back to that slave mentality. It goes back to being ignorant. It goes back to not knowing any better. And sometimes we gotta, we gotta do better. We gotta do better. Each one teach one, and try to bring somebody else out of it. So, I want to thank you guys for listening here at Presbyterian Miss Radio. And Ed, we will follow up with some of the things that does happen in the black family, so we can let go of the guilt and the shame. And not all not all relationships can be reconciled, but some can. But somebody got to take the first step. And if it's not reconcilable, that's fine too. But don't hold on to grudges and resentment because that's not going to get you anywhere.
3: You have a choice. <coughs> well, so, well, some things you're not gonna you're not gonna fix. Some things are just just what it is, you know. But you know, right. at least you could address it, and maybe somebody will pick up on it. You know.
0: Correct, and, and
2: that's okay. okay. That's okay. Mm-hmm. Some people are not meant to be in your life for, for the, the whole life. So, like they say, it's all brought in your life for a season, and that's that, that and, part and right, and that right there. Too. Yep, that could be there family members too. Yep, There's there you go. They're brought in your life for a season. You there know. you go. Take some lessons and go on about your business. You do not have to be around people you don't want to be around. So
0: there you go. There you go. And we miss that. And it seems that I don't have love for you, but I can't fuck with you. <laughs> I can't mess with right. you. Why? I right. get it. I totally get it. And, and, but you know what, Auntie? Some people misinterpret that and they make it personal and it's not personal. It's so not personal. It's Even not if personal. I have worked with so many individuals to help them get through that process because they get stuck because they want the other person to feel what they've done to them and they may never feel it. It wasn't personal. So a lot of this stuff we don't know. We don't know. And once we gain a concept of it, that's where we can start our healing process within the black family. We a lot of black families need to heal. I'm not even seeing the truth, but we just need to heal. So we won't keep. That's why.
3: That, that's why. That's why forgiveness is for you, not for the one you're forgiving.
2: Correct. Correct. Amen. Say it again. Say it again. Amen. Say that again. <laughs>
3: It forgiveness is for you, not the one you're forgiving. They may never get get you know feel anything about whatever they did. You got to mm-hmm. forgive them so you can move on with yours. Mhm. Totally, your totally agree.
0: Well, again, thank you for joining me. I appreciate you too. Have a good night. And until Monday, I will talk about black role models, male role models, because we need more of them. Like you said, I got my nephew, my and my, nephew. I said, you know they were heartbroken when they found out that I was not their auntie. But, uh, <laughs> that's another thing in a family. We just be so confused. <laughs> what you mean? She's my cousin. She ain't my auntie? No, she's your cousin. No, she's your cousin.
2: Her mama was my sister. Oh, they're so confused. They are so confused. Man, my auntie. But that's no, what I they... said about being raised with my nieces. People don't understand.
0: That's true. That is so true. So I still be saying nephew, cousin, and i be it just be i be like, ooh, I'm confused. Be like, ooh, boy, what boy, boy. Okay. So, I had a
3: lot of my young cousins used to think I was their uncle rather than their cousin, but as they grew up and they realized I was their cousin, but they still called me uncle every now and then.
0: <laughs> That's what I was just doing right there when I was talking about my uncle cousin with the championship. You know, going to his restaurant, I still call him nephew versus me calling him cousin. He my cousin, but do you think I'm a grunty? So when they found out, they were shocked. So, okay, well, enjoy your week. And if you're in California or the weather is bad, please please stay safe. This water ain't no joke. It is no joke. It is raining so hard out here. So stay safe. Oh, dry. yeah, serious. Stay, stay healthy.
3: And look, up, hey. look out for the Noah's Ark floating down the street.
2: Oh, shit. And, mm-hmm. and you stay safe, too, now.
3: Mm-hmm. I am. Thank you. Thank you. All thing. right.
2: Yep. I'll talk to you later. All right. Okay, bye-bye.